welcome, welcome, welcome back for the first time in a while to Rugby League in America Intimate Sessions. <laughs> I'm your host, Dustin. Thanks for joining us. It's been a while since we've done Intimate Sessions. This is fun. This is where we sit down, uh, chat with uh, one of the local members of Rugby League team in the U.S. and Canada in hopefully Jamaica coming up soon too um, and then down throughout South America this week very excited uh, the guys have been hounding me constantly to get them on uh, well one of the guys has been hounding me constantly to get them on uh, and you know of course now that they're playing so well and they're doing uh, they're sitting atop the table in the PCRL of course we had to get them on just as you know we'll give, see if they can foreshadow what the rest of their season looks like from the Dead Pelicans, one of the founding members and the current president, Robert Beasley. Robert, what's going on, man? Go ahead, Robert. Robert. Uh, everybody calls me Beasley. <laughs> All right, we'll go with Beasley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm good, man. How How are you doing? Yeah, doing well, doing well. It's a it's you know Friday afternoon. Big things going on this weekend. PCRL kicking off game. It's technically game five for you all, although the one game was canceled due to uh, ridiculous heat. So um, looking yeah. forward looking forward to seeing all that. So uh, for those that are unaware and know nothing about the Dead Pelicans, why don't you give us like a quick, you know, quick overview of how you all got started and, you know, members of the team and, and things like that and how you guys are looking. Um. So... Uh, we got started back in 2018 as a, as just like a, a union travel side, uh, a bunch of us guys who played at the, the Santa Rosa junior college, uh, here in the North Bay. Uh, we, um, we were done with college and we, you know, didn't really have time to play men's club. And, uh, we had seen a couple social teams that literally just went to tournaments, no practices or anything like that. And so we were like, we were like, Oh dude, we think we could do that. And then we ended up picking up some guys who went to colleges that we played against. And basically it became like a, a Pacific, uh, I think it, back then it was called the Pacific coast, uh, collegiate conference mm -hmm. for the Innsboro. And, okay. uh, we basically had like an all-star team, uh, and we went to Vegas for our first sevens tournament in 2018 and we placed third no practice, never ran together. Um, and then from then we just kept building. Uh, we, we went to a couple local tournaments here in Northern California and then, uh, Barbados in 2019, um, oh, yeah, the, which is pre COVID. I'm, I remember that, yeah, which that is, tournament. Uh, that's actually why, uh, a couple of our guys weren't able to get in on the original match between the mongrels and the SF savage back at the end of 2019 is because we were in Barbados that same weekend. Okay. Uh, a, a couple of us were going to actually play for, uh, the Savage. Oh, um, gotcha. but our, our rugby league, uh, our rugby league journey with the dead Pelican started, uh, during the COVID, uh, pandemic, we were one of the only teams to, uh, play, organized rugby in Northern California, uh, for the first year of the pandemic. And, oh, really? Uh, Fascinating. yeah. Like we, we would play against, we would play against East Palo Alto. We would play against Sacramento. We would play against, 
uh, Chico in Union and in League. Okay. Uh, but Chico, who's they that? Wouldn't, who did that team evolve into? Uh, Immortal? They, they're still... No, they're still a uh, they're still a union team. They okay. didn't play us in league, okay. but we played SAC in league and and then union, yeah. and we played EPA in league and union. Uh, and so we didn't we didn't jump in uh, to CRL right away because we just kind of wanted to organize our own thing. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, because of our relationship with uh, Skipper and Tiger yeah. from the Mortals and uh, EPA, they they kind of talked us into to coming into the CRL with them. And we played that first season, ended up coming in third. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of those uh, core members from that 2021 CRL season mm-hmm. are still with us uh, for this PCRL season. Nice. And we've added a couple of, uh, we've added a couple other members uh, being the only team in Northern California right now, we kind of get our pick of the litter. And yeah, so right. uh, we, <laughs> We have, we have like five or six guys from Sacramento, which is two hours from our home pitch. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah. We have guys from Calusa County, which is two and a half hours from home pitch. And, uh, like RJ Phillips, our captain, he also is the captain of the union team in Calusa. Uh, he, uh, he drives and, and runs with us, uh, So he driving brings, in two hours, practice multiple times a week, and then come in driving out uh, however far. <laughs> or he just comes, he would, just comes for games. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say he more so just comes for games. Every now and then he uh, shows up and, and will run a, a training session with us. But right. uh, yeah, our, our guys, our rule is if you have to drive more than 90 minutes, you don't have to come. Just to stay in shape it's as much as you can. Yeah. I'm sure some of the guys like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, uh, some of, some of our, our players who have been performing the best this season are players who are not from Santa Rosa, mm. like RJ Phillips and Stefan Harris. Nice. Uh, they, they've both been playing really well. They're at the top of our scoring leaderboards and, and they're not from Santa Rosa. Yeah. So, uh, and, and right guys, now we're, we're loving it. <laughs> we're loving oh, yeah, being the course. only NorCal team. Right. So yeah, right. You know, right now you're the only, you know, you're the furthest North team in the PCRL. I, th- I think technically cause Utah, the Utah guys sit a little further South, but you know, obviously there's the, the talk of Oregon rugby league starting up and eventually joining in hopefully the next year or so. Um, but loving being the only team you means you guys are currently sitting atop the table undefeated um, technically with a draw, but that draw was the the week that everybody got canceled because of the heat. So they gave the PCR gave a draw point to everybody on that one. Um, but sitting, you know, three wins, one draw, no losses, and a point differential of one twenty two. How confident do you guys have going into the final couple games of the season here? We are, uh, we're pretty confident. We, uh, you know, everybody likes to say the the corny cliche of one game at a time. And, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you believe so that I like that's being said amongst our team, one game at a time, one game at a time, but uh, we're, we're pretty confident that uh, we're going to be able to beat the mongrels again uh, tomorrow. Uh, like we did the first time. And then uh, we'll be able to, We'll host the the uh, the Barracudas uh, two Saturdays and in, in two Saturdays, and uh, we'll we plan to do the same thing we did to them as in 2021. 
yeah uh, well move on a, to, to play utah for the for the the western conference championship basically that that is pretty exciting and of course you know if the barracudas win this weekend which you know they, they they're playing the banditos who you know they're both kind of the banditos haven't won a match yet but they've given they've given strong runs against the opponent their opponents um if the barracudas win that sets up next weekend's match as pretty much if you win that ne- that match against the the Barracudas next week, then you are confirmed the champion of the league. But if you don't, for some reason, that gives the Barracuda the chance to, uh, if they win out, which again, not easy to do, uh, that will put them at the top of the league. And any any predictions on that part? <laughs> yeah, um, I. I honestly, like, I, I just want to I'm say putting, that the, I'm the, the, the scores I'm putting you under the knife right now. So. <laughs> yeah, the the scores that that we put up against the the Banditos are not reflective of how how good they actually can play. Yeah, um, I, uh, forty to I just, fourteen at, at home and and sixty to eighteen at Los Angeles. Right? Yeah, um, and we. We play a very uh, fast-moving style of, of of rugby league. It's it's not your traditional rugby league. Like we do we do our crash ups, we do our hit ups, but uh, we have a very large Fijian community here in mm-hmm. Santa Rosa and Sonoma County, and uh, so I would compare our rugby league a lot to like a seven style yeah. of of rugby, yeah. um, fast paced moving, and so. If you're not ready for that at halftime is when we really start can can start turning it up and so yeah. that's what you've been seeing if if you watch the games they're at, like with the banditos it's actually pretty close uh, until half. at half until halftime and then yeah. at the second half we kind of just pull away and that's always been our our rhythm is uh keep it close bang up with you at the beginning and then uh, really start trying to let loose in the second half. Yeah, and I think that, you know, from, from what you were saying, and of course this was a part of the, you know, when we talked about the Rugby League in America magazine and what we wanted to give a preview of the teams, that was, you know, the influence of the Fijians and kind of the sevens mentality, which you do play union sevens as well. That probably plays pretty heavily into your game plan and, you know, lots of offloads, you know, lots of constant ball movement to keep people on the back heel. Would you say that? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we, we always, we try and always stress, you know, everybody has those bad offloads, you know, I just want to go on record and say that I'm guilty of it all the time. Of bad uh, ones, we, like real bad ones. Yeah. Of real bad ones. And so, uh, one thing we always try and stress is no 50, 50 balls. Yeah. Uh, so, but, it, but then again, if it, if you feel like it's a hundred percent, then the offload is all yours to take. And so that, that's something that we, we use a lot. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the reel of the, the little bit of clips that we had from the past weekend, but, uh, TJ Salato and one of the, one of the reels at the end breaks away and gets a, t- like an ankle tap. And in the middle of his role pops up the ball to Bryce yeah. and, uh, Bryce goes and flips in for a try and, 
uh, that's stuff that you could see pretty often from us, that, that style of offloading and yeah. uh, fast play. So, Do you guys have a, like an NRL team that you try to mimic in that style? Because in my mind, it comes like the Eels play a lot like that and a couple other teams play lots of offloads. Do you try to do that or just kind of flow with the, yeah. uh, the union side of sevens with the Fijians? Which are known um, for their offloads. Even the no, uh, this season since we've uh, since we've been uh, you know gaining momentum and uh, building our confidence, uh, we've 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 known that we have to like start implementing uh, like actual rugby league strategies and stuff. And mm-hmm. so that's something that we talked about early on in our training sessions. Is what NRL teams do we want to kind of try and mimic? So that way we know uh, when guys come on to our team, uh, hey, this is this is the games you should watch and this is the style of play we're trying to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say uh, the, the Eels and the Panthers. Yeah. I feel like we, we, we play pretty similarly to the Panthers, I'd like to say. Yeah, um, not, not the Tigers, though. Just don't do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 not, not that at all. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we have... Two of our guys, uh, Tui Nale and uh, Skipper, uh, they both played pretty high level rugby league in mm-hmm. in Fiji. Okay. Uh, so they've they've done really well at building our playbook up and stuff like that, and making sure that we're actually like running a rugby league strategy yep. with just uh, the the sevens flavor thrown in there. Nice. So let's, yeah. let's talk a little bit about your like the history of the Pelicans because you you guys have the history of playing sevens to start off with. You start as a travel team, but then you you came over to at that particular time it was California Rugby League, right at the be, you know pre right at the beginning of COVID. It was kind of a you know as a weird time at that particular time, but it was because it just started. You just kind of got going. You're one of the first teams to play. Talk to me about what it was like that first season with championship rugby league for you guys coming into a new code of rugby, you know, as they say, you know, coming into league for the first time and trying to adapt and learn and play and what it was like with those first matches against the Savage and the Immortals and and, and the Mongrel and stuff down in, in LA. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely wish we had more games that season. I think our regular season was only three matches. Yeah. Uh, and again, in, the, in those matches, I feel like we, we played pretty well against like the Savage and the Young Tigers, uh, actually having a lead on them at the halftime. Uh, but our inexperience in rugby league just kind of uh, showed at that point. And uh, we let oh, the yeah. Young Tigers and, and the Savage come back in. Uh, but then I feel like um, we really like rugby league started clicking for us when we went and played the, when the Barracudas came and played us mm-hmm. uh, that season. And then uh, we just carried it on into the, the third place match against the immortals. Uh, and then from, I think from then on, from the, from the immortals match, we all just realized that uh, rugby league is actually more fit <laughs> to our skill level, uh, to our skill set. I would yeah. say um, we have a, uh, I would say a lot of our guys are the big runners. They're, they're playmakers or they're going to run you over. Uh, mm-hmm. They also like to lay, lay big hits in the tackling portion. Uh, you know, they'll ruck when you're talking union, they'll ruck, but they don't want to. Didn't they, want to. <laughs> so the fact that we don't have Funny. to ruck, we don't have to scrum, we don't have to do line outs. 
We just have to run and tackle and occasionally pass. Uh, a lot of our guys have really like grasped onto this rugby league uh, style, the, the rugby league laws, I would say. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously you guys went, you started to play nines in Winnemucca and we won't get too much into that because there was a lot of controversy. Um, things happened. If you want to talk about it, you can, it's up to you, but I think it's kind of Winnemucca was nah, kind of like the transition. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's kind of the transition from you guys away from championship rugby league and into PCRL, you know, what was, what was kind of the decision on the team to, to leave, um, you know, and kind of like what has been for you, what was kind of the draw of the PCRL and what they're doing? Um, so our, our goal, when we first started in that first year, it was just for fun. Like we said, like 2018, just, just purely for fun. But then that second year in 2019, when we started going to bigger tournaments, like the Barbados sevens tournament and, and stuff like that, uh, we realized the, the player pool that we have, uh, is good enough, uh, to where they should get noticed. Yeah. And so that's kind of been, been our whole goal the whole time. We try and always make sure that there's film for our games. Uh, if you notice when, when we host a, a home game, even if it's just a, a random game during COVID where we didn't even have goalposts, uh, we, we have it on YouTube and that's because we want to always try and give the guys who put on our Jersey, uh, the chance to, uh, go on to that next level and uh, the PCRL by joining USARL uh, we seen that they were taking the right steps uh, to give us the platform to to give our players the platform to go on to that next level and possibly play uh, you know for the national side or something like that yeah well, that's pretty exciting though I mean from from your standpoint like you have the ability to now to draw more people in and to, to bring exactly. more people underneath kind of, well, say kind of like under your umbrella currently being the only team currently in, in the area, as far as for your marketing and how you get out into the community, what are you, what are you guys doing to kind of help grow that and to expand, you know, your, your current marketplace? Yeah. So, um, uh, the kid and I, uh, the other, my, my other co-founder, him and I have a pretty strong presence in, uh, not just, uh, Northern California rugby, but I would say like the West coast as a whole, mm -hmm. like, uh, we were pretty well known throughout like, you know, the Vegas teams, the Arizona teams, Montana teams on the union side. And so I feel like that gives us the platform, uh, to invite players to play with us when we travel but also, um, uh, but also invite them to come and play with us, uh, for, for rugby league. And like, uh, an example is, uh, our dummy half and our lock. Uh, so by Michael Bison, little Filipino guy, little buff Filipino guy, he's our dummy half. And then Elo, he's a stocky built Samoan lock. Uh, those two guys, they're from Vegas. Oh, okay. And they play for us this PCRL season. Um, so they didn't come for, they weren't here for the first Banditos game at home, uh, mm -hmm. but they, it's only a four hour drive from Vegas to LA. So they did both drives to play with us uh, against the Mongols and the Banditos. Wow. And uh, they plan, yeah, they, uh, they both plan on making the trip to Santa Rosa to play with us against Utah. And if, 
if we're able to beat Utah, uh, go to the national championship with us in Florida. And so that's just like, that's kind of like uh, the, the marketing we do for players is we just try and everybody we play, if we, if we see that you you got some skill, we're going to talk <laughs> to you. Like, hey, you ever heard of the coach as much as possible. <laughs> exactly. And the thing I love about it is it's, to me, it's not poaching because uh, we're, we're not a union like True. team we travel. So like the, the tournaments we go to are not the tournaments that our local teams are going to. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're going to like, a ter- we're going to tournaments in South Carolina and Florida and Montana and stuff like that. We hardly ever uh, play in Northern California. And so like you said, like the fact that we're able to build that player pool through yeah. union and then be the only NorCal rugby league team yeah. We're able to to pull in those players that way, and they're and oh. they're able to be like, oh, I'll give it a try, you L- know. Less less local marketing, more national marketing. Then when it comes to yeah. to, to acquiring new players. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um, smart idea. We do have way. a pretty yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a pretty solid uh, high school program here. The LC Allen Lobos are a union team, uh, okay. but they have ha- half their players. Uh, have played uh, rugby league with the North Bay Warriors, the okay. team that went to the Winnemucca Nines. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I want to say they had like five players who were under the age of 18, and all those guys are still high school players. And they all live locally so here big, in Santa Rosa. The big question is then how do you all work with that to build up that youth program then? Because obviously Utah has the only one currently. I feel as though yeah, that's a so good step for you all for the next phase of it actually it actually came up in conversation to see if uh the Utah team might be interested in like a, a NorCal versus trial match uh, Utah trial Utah. match when we play each other. Um, no, maybe they just bring like a little nines nines team and we play like a best of three or something like that. Um but uh yeah, we're trying to we're trying to build it up. We have, uh, the kid is part of the, uh, the rugby union side was able to get, uh, a youth program with the city of Santa Rosa. And so he's, okay. he's coaching that. Um, but a lot of the parents of the, the little kids that are coming out are players for our, our rugby league team. <laughs> and so we're looking to transition that in 2024 into some type of, uh, like rugby league flag program or something like Perfect. that uh, for under tens. And then hopefully if Utah is down, uh, maybe not the same time. I know it's a little short notice to do the PCRL championship, Utah yeah. versus California to play a high school exhibition then, but hopefully they're down to, to plan it for some time in the near yeah. future. And we can get that started as well. You know, maybe set it up for a different time, you know, one off, you know, type of event and, you know, get people together and stuff for it. So, yeah, definitely. So so you've talked about, um, then I'll ask you this because obviously it's a topic that's come up multiple times is, you know, championship rugby league was supposed to play this past weekend or I don't know, I think it was last weekend and have, you know, eight teams, four games, blah, blah. it's for the most part it's kind of died (laughs) um you know we've reached out to the different entities that were still in northern california um and and i'll just be kind of blunt with it 
what are the chances that we see in the PCR next year, the East Palo Alto Razorbacks, the Sacramento Immortals, and, you know, North Bay, you said kind of a youth team, but then you also have the San Francisco Savage, you know, four more te- or three more, three to four more teams joining you all. Now I know that would take away some of your players, um, <laughs> but what, what are the, what do you think the chances are of that happening? Um, I, uh, I haven't started the serious dialogue with Skipper and Tiger, the yep. leader of the Immortals and uh, the Razorbacks. Um, I have a really good uh, relationship with them. I, uh, the other captain, RJ, and myself, we pretty often will go play with the EPA Razorbacks when we don't have a game, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what it is, sevens, fifteens, uh, league. Um, and like I said, yeah, yeah. Tens. And, uh, like I said, Skipper is actually playing with us right now. Yeah. And so my hope, my hope is that his experience with the PCRL through us, uh, uh, is the catalyst to him bringing on the immortals next year. Uh, and that in turn would be a, hopefully a domino effect to where our really, both of our relationships with tiger would help him bring on the EPA Razorbacks. Uh, I, since I haven't started the conversation, I don't want to give a percentage, but I, my no, hopes are very high. Yeah. yeah. My, my hopes are very high that that will I happen because that. yeah, it, uh, to me, it would just do nothing but, uh, boast our, our competition level. The fact that, uh, we wouldn't have to travel so much to Southern California to play. Yeah. And, uh, we would have more local games. Like if we had two if we added two more NorCal teams just to say like the Immortals and the, the Razorbacks with us, that would be three in Southern California, three in Northern California. We could mm-hmm. do uh, where we play each team in our, in our region two times. And then the yep. other team uh, in yeah. the, in the other region, one time each and do like a super site on the coast or something and yeah. uh, make a, a really good event, a really good event out of all three weekends. Um, I've done a lot of thought about it. So my high, it my sounds like really it. high that, that those <laughs> you, guys are going to come on. You've been planning this in your head for a while. It seems like. Yeah. And, uh, my hope is that with, uh, the two Vegas guys playing with us, that eventually that leads to, uh, a Vegas side joining either Utah or Southern California, yeah. uh, as a league team, because they had a team that competed in Winnemucca as well. Yeah, they, they, I know they had that. There was a rumor that they were going to have one that competed in. I think they tried to compete in the CRL, but I think they, like, they had a couple guys and they pulled people from other teams to come and play that, like the one match. I think it was the Islanders, I believe they called them. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was that was another thing that, uh, like, going way back to to why we switched over to PCRL is uh, with CRL we just noticed that. Uh, players were able to play willy nilly for whatever team they wanted to. And we didn't like that. No. Uh, and the fact that PCRL is like, they've laid out a, a, you know, there is an exchange policy for players in the PCRL, but it's limited and it has to be approved by the league type of thing. Um, it's not just like, Oh, one weekend you can go play for the mongrels next weekend for the banditos. And then, uh, yeah. even though you're one of the star play for players for the Mongols, you're going to play for the Barracudas too. Like, uh, we <laughs> yeah, didn't like wrong. that. So, <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. That. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's, uh, 
we that's one of the things we enjoy about PCRL is our players are our players and uh and we we get to build on our our team not just trying to build a league yeah and, then, and as, as far as you, as you see this and like how do you feel about you know the growth of the, the sport now in specifically like the west coast like we look at like the explosion with utah and everything else how do you feel like what what are your you know, how positive do you feel like the growth is going to be maybe the nrl playing in vegas i mean we know it's going to happen we're just waiting for official you know confirmation but what what does that mean to you to be one of the teams to say hey we're gonna we're gonna push this and keep moving forward yeah uh it, it makes me really excited um like i said like i didn't i was gonna play for the savage in that 2019 uh north versus south California game. Uh, and that would have been my first rugby league test. Uh, but, uh, so I actually have only been playing since I would say like June of 2020. Um, but, uh, not even three or barely even three years. Yeah. Barely three years. Yeah. And, uh, the 2020, we did we had barely played rugby league. Um, but I've become a huge fan of the NRL. I, I watch, I don't always have the time to watch, uh, every game in full, but I do watch every game in, in condensed match form. Yeah. Uh, so it makes me really excited that, uh, that the community has grown, uh, locally and then also, uh, on a na national base as well. I, I feel like, uh, before the pandemic, I had never heard of any of the rugby league teams. Like I had never heard of Cleveland. I had never heard of any of the Florida teams or I'd never heard of D DC or Toronto yeah. or anything like that. And so the fact That's that right. these teams are now, yeah, the, the fact that these teams are now getting more like notoriety and, uh, and starting to play, play more games as well is really exciting. And I'm hoping that, uh, all the teams could, you know, get in one league together. Like it would be yeah. awesome to, to uh have our seasons interlock with like dc and brooklyn oh, yeah. and brooklyn and, and cleveland as well uh we actually recently started uh conversations with cleveland about uh possibly scheduling like some type of a match with them as well they've got to get in a league first <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey well the, the hope the hope is that you could that by playing them and uh opening those doors you're you're bridging that gap to where they could finally get in um but yeah yeah well, i mean it's it is it's i i don't uh if you listen to the pod normally i don't talk a lot about cleveland anymore because everybody gives me shit because apparently i give them too much shit so i don't know whatever yeah um, but <laughs> it, it's exciting to hear that you're doing so much great stuff um robert i think that you know, Beasley, I should say Beasley, um, you know, you guys are doing great stuff. Um, pro projections here for the end of the season. Are you hoping to be the ones that lift the uh, the national championship at the end of the year? Think you can take on whoever's going to win the the Utah division and then take on either, well, I guess it'll probably be between Jacksonville and Tampa, but Tampa's undefeated too. So it'd be interesting to go into a match where every team is undefeated. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure if you, <laughs> I'm not lock, sure if you locker, caught the inter locker room news. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you caught the interview at the, after the banditos game that I had with Chad. Um, I kind of let my, 
my adrenaline uh, this, take this it is away. Why, this is why I'm asking. Yeah, but it, uh, <laughs> but I think it holds. I, I think I, what I said is true. I, I think that's my prediction is that the true national championship game will be between California and Utah and Florida is not, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. Their best players are from California. So <laughs> oh, ouch. wait, hold on. Not Tampa's. I know them. I know those guys. No, no. Tampa, Tampa. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, they do have a guy from California. His name's Justin. He, uh, he, he hasn't played a lot with them uh, this season. Um, but Justin Davenport's a California guy. Uh, Mason. Yeah, but they live there. Corey. <laughs> uh, they're California guys, bro. Because you're from California. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, no, I, I know that, that Florida is going to have uh, really good athletes. Like I, from what I've seen, their athletes are really good. They're going to be very fast, very strong, very willing for contact. Uh, but from my experience, the rugby levels, the, the levels of rugby are different from Florida and California. Can't wait, uh, no can't matter wait what, for everybody to what respond to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, my team, uh, I, I, I do not speak for my team. My team is a lot more humble than I am. Uh, but since I've, since I've already said it, I got to own it. I know. You know? That makes it tough. <laughs> so. Well, man, we, we really appreciate you jumping on today, chatting with us, giving a little bit of insight into the Pelicans and, and what's going on and looking forward to all the stuff that is coming down the road. Uh, for those that are listening and noticed uh, that we just launched more teams on the store. We are working on the Pelican stuff, which hopefully will be done by next week. So we can put some cool Pelican swag up there. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, any final things you'd like to say before we uh, depart and you get ready for your, for your match this weekend against the, uh, against the mongrel. Yeah. Um, just uh, make sure you stay tuned to the, the Barracudas game and then, also, the, the California versus Utah game, uh, I know that both of those games are going to be really good, uh, have some big hits and uh, some great plays. Um, and uh, for anybody who's listening who wants to play rugby league, you heard it here, man. Dead Pelicans will take you from across the nation. What's your, what's your <laughs> so, socials so that people can follow you? Uh, so you could uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at uh, DeadRugby dead rugby yeah you know, you're gonna pull some of those guys who play rugby union sevens and maybe some 15s and then now convert them to to rugby league enthusiasts so that's kind of cool too yeah that's that's the hope the hope is that uh that every player in our player pool is willing to play every form of of the game of rugby uh, when we say we want to when we when we say we want to grow the game we mean every form of it not just one <laughs> So, well, we'll, we'll, we'll be pulling for you to continue to do the rugby league one the most, though. So that's it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think with the way that uh, the history of rugby right in now. America has gone. Yeah. Rugby league will, will take off the big hits, the the down system, kind of like football. Oh, man, rugby we can only take off. <laughs> yeah. And it, all you need is the video. If you can yep. get if we can get the video content that football or even rugby union has started to get. Uh, rugby league will take off. Yeah, I think. 
comes down to people recording matches properly too <laughs> yeah that's for sure <laughs> well i mean greatly appreciate you coming on today um robert beasley dead pelicans uh big matches weekend with the mongrel and then sets up a potential ch- california league championship match next weekend against the barracudas man looking forward to it and then of course utah versus california and then pcrl versus usarl and the championship for the national championship in a couple weeks a lot of stuff going on we'll keep you up to date on everything here on rugby league in america always a pleasure if you want to follow us it is rla podcast on instagram and podcast rla on twitter my name is dustin zare this has been intimate sessions on Rugby League in America.